We've all done this. Skip Sunday meal prep or skip home cooked meals and instead go out, eat every night of the week. And what does that lead to? Indulging more and more and then ultimately skipping workouts. Today we are sharing what we do when it comes to making smart choices about meals and battling the habit of skipping those gym sessions. You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena, and your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women and men, okay, who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hey, everyone. We thank you again for listening to our podcast, Be Fit and Me. And the idea for today's discussion, rather episode, was inspired by a conversation I had with a client earlier today. Some of you would be surprised on what organic produce and other healthy products they have at different stores, either in LA or areas around where you happen to be listening, and how making one small adjustment to your routine will spark self-motivation. So we're going to start with where to shop for healthy and organic food options on a budget, or maybe not a budget, you just don't want to spend a lot of money how to eliminate excuses, saying no, and why maybe splurging on a trainer or working out with a group will help you reach your long-term fitness goals and maintain them. So I think it's best if we start with the fitness portion of this conversation and Amber is going to explain why um, working out in a group setting helps her with accomplishing her fitness goals and weight loss goals and overall just life goals. It helped, I guess, in life, right? <laughs> I would like to think so. I hope so. Um, no, I I know that everyone has a different apo- approach to working out and some people prefer to sort of be on their own. For me, it was very, it's, it's difficult to motivate myself for every single workout. So there are times when I'm traveling or what have you that I have to figure it out. But if I had to do that on a daily basis, I don't feel like it's something I could keep up with because I don't exactly know how to push myself. So I might say that, oh, yeah, I've done 10 reps and like I think that's good. So I think I accomplished it. But even if I probably could have done 20 or if I had been working with a trainer or in a class setting, I would have been doing 20 or 30. So for me, I enjoy the classroom setting. One, because I can mix my workout styles. So I can do spin or Zumba or like a Tabata or bar. So I'm able to mix different kinds of workouts, which keeps things interesting. And then the other reason why I enjoy the classroom setting is because it can also keep me motivated because I'm watching other people in the class and I'm able to sort of measure myself and my progress against other people that I'm working out with. So while there may may be a little bit of like personal competition, it's not really a competition, but sort of within yourself, you see someone who, who you identify as like super fit and they're doing, you know, 10 burpees in a session where I'm doing eight. And then when you see yourself get to nine, it's a way to sort of measure your progress. And then the third reason I enjoy the classroom setting is because it's a way to have an instructor push me to my limit. Because like I said, if I'm on my own, it's easy to say, okay, I did 10, you know, 
dips, I think I'm good. But a trainer may have a schedule where you have to do it for a certain amount of time or you have to do a certain number. And so I will, I'm more likely to push myself when someone is saying this is the goal you need to hit than if I'm just sort of making that benchmark for myself. And the fourth reason is that you get to see me on Saturdays. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, the best, my favorite workout (laughs) class of the week is Lena's Saturday class. So that brings me to splurging on a trainer. I just had a conversation with my sister about this the other day. And I reminded her, you know, a few years ago, you were doing so well with your fitness progress. You were making, you know, huge strides and reaching those goals you had set for yourself. And she fell off, you know, life gets in the way she moved and all of these things happen. So I just brought it up to her and I said, you know what, factor in how much money you spend on say going out, going to the movies, clothes you buy, or even, you know, some of your practices on the weekend, such as far as alcohol and add that up. And you'll see that maybe if you cut down on those, you'll have money to spend on a trainer. And once you do that, you're less likely to mess up because you're investing so much in a trainer that you're going to watch what you're eating more. You're going to make sure you show up for those appointments that you've set. I'm trying to encourage her, not trying, I'm encouraging her to hire a trainer again, you know, sacrifice her budget or maybe sacrifice what she likes to do on the weekends and all her social activities and put that money towards something that's going to benefit her and get her on the right path to achieve those fitness goals and maintain it for the long haul. As far as splurging on a trainer, um, this doesn't mean you have to go to Equinox or get a high end celebrity trainer and spend hundreds of dollars on one session. This means to go out and like I said, research. I'm a big fan of Google (laughs) and you can find many things and many people in the fitness world that can help you reach your fitness goals. You know, I can personally relate and I know a lot of you can personally relate to this. It's finding, um, motivation and you, you want to look on, you know, social media and other outlets to get inspired, but it comes within you. So if you don't want to join a class or you don't feel you're self-motivated, then I suggest hiring a trainer, maintaining your life long-term goals and small goals. Does that make sense? Definitely. (laughs) And as someone who is not a trainer, (laughs) I think there is a a benefit into, if nothing else, having that experience of working out with a professional because, again, it can – get costly and we understand that you know people may have you know certain limitations on what they can do but if nothing else from those experiences working out with the trainer you can get an idea of things to do for yourself so one it's the benefit of having a trainer you're making the investment so you're more likely to follow through and then two it's giving you the motivation to actually get your ass (laughs) in the gym and not make an excuse for yourself. And then three, it's giving you tools to use when maybe you're like, look, I can't do the trainer this month because I have something going on. I need to fix my car, whatever it is. But now you're like, okay, now I know what to do though. So I can continue to work out. Yeah. And I have plenty of um, clients that, you know, will be consistent for three months, take a break and then come back just for, for maintenance. And you got to look at it as an investment. You're investing in yourself. And by hiring a trainer, you're 
giving someone else the power to hold you accountable for your actions. And I just feel that investing in yourself is the biggest thing you can do. All the way around training and everything else. Or also, it's also very different from, you know, having a direct withdrawal from your checking deposit, from your checking account for like $35 or whatever, you know, a standard gym membership is because you don't really feel it. So it's easier to say, well, it's always going to be there. But maybe, you know, you use that money towards a trainer instead of just having it, you know, go to some gym account for months on end and you forget that you even have the gym membership. And I know for a lot of you, this is not something that's in your budget, but there are ways of using a trainer, you know, talk it out with someone you want to hire, bring a friend, a partner, and maybe negotiate a price. So there are options. But as far as food, that goes hand in hand with working out. You know, a trainer is only going to do so much. You could work out and then go right to a fast food restaurant or go eat ice cream and you're really not benefiting from that workout in the end. So we wanted to share places that we personally shop and where we can find um, good, healthy alternatives, options. My client was talking to me today about, you know, it's hard for her. She's on a budget. Where can she go and get organic, healthy items, but not break the bank? And so Amber has a few places she wants to talk about, and then I'll share my pros and cons about different places I don't necessarily shop at now, but where I have in the past and what you can find. And I think it's also worth pointing out the connection that chances are when you are working out more, you will probably crave less healthy foods less. So you'll probably have like less cravings for the fast food and the fried food and the sweets. Mm, Okay, maybe not the sweets. (laughs) I still crave sweets even though I work out regularly. But I do think overall my appetite for healthier foods is enhanced the more I work out. So I do think that there's definitely a strong connection there. Um, But it's a mindset. So once you get your mindset set on the goal of accomplishing this weight loss, you know, goal, you're going to do everything it takes to get there. So it's a total mindset. Even your body though, because if your body is in a certain, you know, zone of having worked out and detoxified Mm -hmm. whatever was in your body chances are it's going to want to replace that with healthier more natural foods and things. you'll get what you're really lacking yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so um in terms of healthier shopping you know I do recognize that I live in southern California where you know I live in a state where we grow a lot of our own produce and so it is there are a lot of options to eat more healthily, whether it's at restaurants or stores. But again, I'm at a place where I'm trying to budget. I'm saving for a wedding. I'm saving for a house and all these things. So I'm trying to eat out less. And, you know, one of my, you know, go-tos on a weekly basis is Trader Joe's. And what I love about Trader Joe's is that in addition to, you know, the kale and the different elements to say make a salad if I want to have a salad for dinner or to get organic chicken is they also have a lot of great frozen prepared foods. So, you know, even if, for example, they have a a meat sauce. So if you got the noodles from somewhere else, it's something that you can make very quickly. Um, And it's a lot of things that I can bring to work. 
So a lot of times in my week, I don't know how my day-to-day is going to go and when I'm going to be eating at my desk and when I'm going to be getting out. So to have, you know, healthy frozen food options that I can, you know, keep in my freezer and pull out as needed um, is a great option for me. And then when I go home, something that I can just sort of warm up or mix over the stove so I do when I go home I try not to microwave but even those frozen foods I can make you know over the stove maybe add some seasoning or add something to the sauce and then it does taste more homemade but it cuts down the time that I need to actually prepare the food so I'm Trader Joe's has been a great sort of resource for me in finding you know healthier alternatives to eating out or you know going to fast food or doing anything eating anything that's more processed yes trader joe's is probably one of my favorite places to shop another place i really like to shop at at not just for produce is vons vons is probably in pavilions their sister companies i believe vons and pavilions and they have reasonable priced organic food um, and produce options and non-GMO. So my top choices when it comes to shopping at grocery stores would be Trader Joe's like Amber and Vons. Now there are some other options for those that don't want to spend a lot. You know, money may not be a factor for them, but then there are those who really need to watch every penny. You may not know this, but the 99 cent store and the Dollar Tree do carry a um, brand called Earthbound and it's an organic brand. And you, you can get all types of things at those lower end grocery stores. Of course, you can find other, um, you know, brands and things that 99 cent store is full of everything, but we're focusing on produce and what to eat. Um, so that is an option. Um, also Costco. But the problem with Costco is that people tend to buy in bulk and either the product goes bad, say, you know, you buy a big thing of grapes or lettuce and it goes bad quickly or people buy 50 bags of chips and they don't need it because they tend to eat it all at once instead of spreading it out, you know, over time. We just live in that society where we like to eat a lot at once. Indulge. Indulge, yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. We'll talk about that in a later episode. Another store, um, I don't really shop at this place, but um, I know it's popular for many people I know, and it sprouts. And I that may be just a Southern California thing, is it? I'm not sure. Okay. But it may be. I'm not a fan of their produce, but they do have some alternative options when it comes to healthier diet, healthier food options, as well as organic. Um, they are a little, I think they're overpriced, in my opinion. Um, Target, Walmart are other good um, places to get organic and produce, but it's all about research. So just looking it up before you buy um, is important because if you're, again, like I said, on a budget, research is your best friend. And the last thing is the food delivery. So I've used um, Instacart and Amazon Fresh. They use Whole Foods. The problem with Amazon Fresh is that, and everything from Whole Foods is frozen. So I ordered a cabbage and butter and it was just frozen. (laughs) It's nice because you get it within two hours of ordering it, but I just didn't like the idea that it was frozen before it got to your door. So again, there are many options out there. It's just a matter of you taking the time and just break down what's important to you. 
Is it organic, non-GMO, or do you just want something healthy? And I do want to mention that one of the reasons why I like Trader Joe's is it seems to be geared towards one or two servings. So probably if you have a larger family, you know, maybe Costco could work because you are, you know, needing a certain amount of chicken or what have you for Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're preparing. But, um, you know, Trader Joe's is really geared for the single or like, you know, two person um, sitting. And so for me, I end up sometimes, you know, if I'm buying, you know, fruit or vegetables or whatever, a lot goes to waste if I can't get to it in the week. So having, you know, food that is frozen healthier and in smaller portions, at least it will be consumed and not wasted. So um, I will say that particular aspect of shopping at Traders is probably targeted for, you know, one or two, um, ideally. And a lot of what I'm buying, I'm talking about between like three and $7. Like it's a, you know, a great value for a meal. And to add on to that, for me, personally, I can go to the store sometimes three to five times a week because like you were explaining, things go bad and things go bad for me all the time, especially lettuce. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's real organic food or things that are not fresh and in your refrigerator. So that's just something to keep in mind is make it to the store more often than you currently probably are. Again, that's going to keep you on track and not want to eat stuff that's in your cupboard. And a lot of people, if you do have the option, and it's something that I want to explore, but I haven't been able to living in an, an apartment yet, but is a lot of people are growing their own, you know, at least like herbs and produce. So like fresh basil and parsley and you know, tomatoes and so, and kale. So if that's an option for you where you live that you're able to grow your own, I mean, that is the number one (laughs) choice and, you know, recommendation is being able to grow your own. Yes. Cause you know exactly where it's coming from. You know, it's, you know, depending on the seeds that is depending on, you know, whether you want to mark it up for yourself or not, you can get a good price. Yes. (laughs) Did you know that a lot of apartment buildings, my client, um, is built two and they, um, put gardens in for each apartment. Yeah, so here in Playa Vista, where mm-hmm. I'm living, they have community gardens and we mm-hmm. see them throughout Venice and other areas. So that is something that's becoming more popular. And if you don't have it in your neighborhood, maybe it's worth having a conversation with, you know, the right people to see if that's an option for you. Isn't that sad that that's coming back and that's a trend. And so is sitting down and having dinner with your family <laughs> stuff we grew up doing. That's now I mean, coming back. It it's making it come phases. back. It's good though. I mean, I, I think it's a good place to be sitting down as a family and eating fresh foods. Of course. Um, that's pretty much, you know, it's a short episode. We're going to get more into diet and training, what we do personally for our own workouts and what we do for our food um, options. But today we just wanted to make it simple on quick fixes, how to get you motivated and try something different and new. Explore your options. Speaking of motivated, those days when you are looking for the quick fix and maybe want to skip the gym, you know, I think they say anything just takes 30 days to become a habit. I think the best fix to incorporating fitness and healthier eating into your lifestyle is to do it. So just start with day one. Get to day one. Stop making excuses. Get to the gym. Find a way to 
make a healthier meal. Try Trader Joe's or any of the places that we suggest it for some healthy food options. And that's the first step is just getting there. So challenge yourself. If you don't really have a fitness routine, challenge yourself to say for these next 30 days, I'm going to start three days, two days, whatever it is. And then once you get past these 30 days, you've created a habit for yourself. And then maybe for that next month, you can say, okay, I've been working out two or three days. Now I'm going to do three or four. So on those days when you're feeling like, I just can't work out. If you haven't worked out for the past week, get out there, do it, get your workout and just take that first step because guess what? It's going to be easier to work out again once you've already done it. So just take that first step and create a habit for yourself. And I think you'll be surprised at what you're able to accomplish even in the next 30 days. And so that's a perfect transition or segue to explaining our fit tip for the week. It's similar to our me moments. And every Friday, we're going to have a segment where we share something that we use in our fitness routine or something that we have that reminds us every day that keeps us motivated. And it's just to inspire you, inspire ourselves, anything like the me moment, inspiration that you see, get from something or someone um, that you hold on to and you use to motivate yourself. So I guess I'll start with my fit tip for the week. That is, um, there's an area in my apartment where I have, it's called my office, I guess. (laughs) And on my wall, I have two vision boards or three vision boards. And I have all of the accomplishments, the, you know, the medals of what I have um, done over the years. And every day I'm on my computer, I'm reminded that, Hey, I accomplished this. I need to stay focused on what I, you know, set up my first vision board. I did, I think 13 or 14 years ago. And it's a reminder to never give up, never stop. And If you have some magazines lying around or, you know, in a blank piece of paper, start with one little vision board. You'll be surprised that it will subconsciously do something to get you going, like Amber was saying, you know, one day at a time. And that's what a vision board is supposed to do. It doesn't have to be necessarily fitness related. I mean, fitness is in life go hand in hand. So if you start with fitness, your life will just to more positive things happening, if that makes sense. It's relevant to this episode because, you know, sometimes you need to start over. You need to do over and it's okay to fall off. But as long as you get back on and on the right path, that's that's all you need is just a little spark, something that just gets you going. Every day I can see that and that's why I chose it to be my fit tip. And do you want to share your fit tip for everyone? Sure. My fit tip for the days along those lines is just to try something new. So if you are working out, um, but maybe, you know, you're just on the treadmill every day, or maybe you're only doing yoga, try a different kind of workout. So if you're working out on your own, maybe try a class and maybe you thought you didn't like it. Maybe you'll find that you do like it or you like a certain type of workout or if you've only been doing spin maybe try a little strength training to mix it up and develop a different sort of physical skill set because you know there's also science supporting that if you're doing the same workout every day you're sort of you're going to reach a peak and you're going to max out. And so it's really about shocking, you know, your body and having your body exposed to different things. That's what keeps you continuing to develop your, you know, physique and your fitness. 
So, you know, if you're doing cardio, try strength conditioning. If you're working out on your own, try a class. If you're not working out at all, try anything, you know, and if it's intimidating to go into a strength conditioning class because you haven't worked out, try yoga, you know, go in, do some stretching, um, just any step to, you know, take that first, you know, course and that first action in the right direction towards fitness. So my fit tip is try something new. And that could even, you know, be hiring a trainer, hire Lena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to wrap up the whole idea and generally what we're trying to get across is go out, you know, challenge yourself. If you don't challenge yourself, I don't think you're going to grow as an individual. So, um, yeah, that was our first official fit podcast. I don't think we've ever released an actual fit podcast. So congratulations to us. And, um, again, we will share where you can find us. Yes. So you can find us. We are on Instagram at B fit and me, and that's spelled out. So it's at B E F I T A N D M E. You can also email us with your thoughts, suggestions, words of encouragement, uh, constructive criticisms, uh, bfitandme at gmail.com. Again, it's B-E-F-I-T-A-N-D-M-E at gmail.com. Or you can also find us on our website, befitandme.com, which is also spelled out. And again, we are, you know, sort of building out the website. So right now it's pretty much links to our podcast and then also to our email, but you can also find us there. And again, it's really important. I just want to emphasize this, your feedback and what you want to hear us talk about is important. So we can go on and on and talk about things we find interesting and fascinating, but we want you to join us and be involved in the process. So again, reach out with anything like Amber said. Um, and we look forward to just everything in this whole journey and meeting all of you. Thank you for listening and thank you in advance for sharing and being a part of our Be Fit Me community. And we look forward to next time. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet, stay sexy, stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all.